Packers. He's not a sponsor. Fire away, buddy. He's not a sponsor. I don't care about their sayings on the back of their list. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back to the Skidding Shed with Fuel Outdoor here. I am Mr. Jason Lasseter. We're going back and talking. Yeah, I, I'm making y'all <laughs> say your own name. This is Brandon. This is Nick. This is Chuck. And, and we, we are the So on today's podcast, uh, we'd like to give a shout out to our one of our customers, and that would be Mr. Wayne Adcock. Wayne. So we, we appreciate your business. Um, we did a clap last time. Um, so on today's on today's podcast, uh, we're going to take a look back and um, a couple of Mr. Kaiser's elk hunts, screaming bulls, screaming bulls, something that all of us would would love to go do. I don't want to go. You, you don't want to go? No, I'm totally yeah, he's lying. <laughs> Been trying to go since I was a wee lad. Um, but Nick's had the the fortune to, or has been fortunate, fortunate. to to get to go for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know you've been before. You shot an elk. What state was that one in? Montana. Montana. Yeah, a rifle hunt. Big old bull. Which was uh, that was the one that kind of got me hooked on mountain hunting I guess mountain hunting is it's just, you know it's different growing up here in North Carolina so it was a lot of fun yeah Ohio felt like the mountains to me <laughs> well it was I mean it really was it was hilly yeah. you're, you're a flatlander we're all flatlanders yeah, here you, you get a little elevation it doesn't yeah. take much to I grew up in the hills. I can handle them pretty good. Yeah. Used to well, not as good. I've become accustomed to. Us fat boys can't yeah. handle it. Being below sea level. Yeah. We below sea level. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> no, I don't think we're. Are below. we submarine? We're not far above it. No, not barely. Yeah. I can find out if you pull up the onyx. It'll take exactly. This computer will do one thing at a time, and that is record right now. <laughs> I, I, I remember going to Colorado for a wedding. Uh, my wife's cousin got married, and we went out for that, and place that we stayed was like 6,500 feet elevation <clears throat> and <clears throat> I walked maybe 50 yards and was You're like where's my out of shape but I wasn't like on a hill I was flat yeah. but it made a big difference and it took me a, a few minutes to be like what is wrong with me <laughs> and then I thought well, I guess it's the elevation and it took me a couple of days to get used to it so I'm screwed on going out cutting. No, <laughs> it's just... Well, I think anybody who hangs around you is the one that's screwed. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll be alright to just complain about it. You know? We'll just bring earplugs and be like, he's good. Is he breathing? Is he breathing? We'll be outside, so I mean, I'll probably have a grizzly slipping on my head. Um, but, so, so let's go back... Um, to two years ago, your first trip, or I guess that would be second, really. Mm, um, yeah. Well, it was the first public land, first archery. Yeah. First. So let's go back and, and look at that, and let's talk about some, <clears throat> excuse me, some 
of like maybe the cost of it. Um, how did you figure out how to get your tags and mm -hmm. license and all that stuff? Um, just kind of fill us in. Yeah. Well, it started, I was doing a show with uh, Full Range in Nashville, Tennessee at the NWTF show. And there was a guy set up across, right across the hall there or the, uh, yeah, the hallway there. And uh, he was there with his product and we met and, and he was just a really great guy, real funny. We kind of hit it off. And so it was a three-day show. And at the end of the last day, uh, he comes up to me and he says, Hey, you know, I, look, look, everybody says things that don't really mean it. But I, I want you, if you, if you want to come elk hunt, he was from Idaho. If you want to come, I'll, I'd love to have you. And at first I was like, ah, you know, I just met this guy. He's a nice guy, but I was a little reluctant. But I, a couple months later, I followed up and I said, are you serious? <laughs> you know, like, don't you tip me, man. <laughs> I'll be there. Uh, Look out your window up here now. <laughs> so then I start asking the questions because I'd never done <coughs> a hunt like that, public land, and so... It was a little easier because I had him uh, being a resident in Idaho. And I said, well, what do I need to do? And he said, go online, go to the, Iowa, uh, the Idaho DNR and, you know, follow the prompts. And he gave me the unit that, that we would be hunting and uh, uh, the type of tag so, that I needed and all so that. So with that, so... With Idaho, like you have to get a specific tag or license or whatever for a specific unit. Like you're only allowed to hunt in that unit. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. some units are draw units. Okay. So they're they're not all over the counter tags. This unit was. Okay. So, um, and they they require you to have an archery. Uh, online well what is it called Chuck an archery certification yeah it's like your um, what's well, like here the um, when you go to buy get your license you got to take a hunter safety course it's kind of like a bow hunter safety yeah course it's kind of like an archery bow hunters yeah. safety course <clears throat> but you, just do it, you just do it online you just do it online it's 30 I think it's, <clears throat> I think it was 30 bucks yeah I did find out this year looking at it that you can get that waived like if you have an archery if you're old enough no if you have an archery <laughs> archery license here in north carolina for example okay that you have to what's an archery license in north carolina it's an archery license to us this is just a, a, just a general license, license. Yeah. okay to give, okay and so you can there's a waiver you can print off and you fill that waiver out and you send it in why don't you just take the course chuck I started it two years ago and it takes like four hours to take it. Yeah, four hours? Yes, yeah, just you have to answer these questions, watch these videos, answer questions, watch the videos. It's yeah. long. It, yeah, it is. Can't you it's skip kinda, through the videos? Mm, no, it's, they got it set up. You have to watch a certain amount yeah. of the video yeah. before they just let you Just turn it on and watch it. it. Just let it run in the background and watch what it is. Nickelodeon and go back and take No, I didn't watch yeah, Nickelodeon. Yeah, you could do it. Spongebob. I actually missed some of the questions. Probably because I was... <laughs> 
looking at Nickelodeon. So anyway, um, I, I did find it to be easier as a tip. Just call. <laughs> Just call out there and say, hey, this is me. I'm from North Carolina, and I have no idea. I know where I want to go hunt, but I've never done this. Oh, yeah, and it, it's just easy. They're nice. I mean, it's better than doing it online. It it can. <clears throat> well, there's nobody there to go. Yep, you're like you're right. Right. Because uh, you certainly don't want to purchase anything you don't need, and you certainly need to purchase what you do <laughs> yeah. need. So, um, so the first year, I think I did it online. The whole thing. Um. I want to say that the license and the tag and my archery permit, because, you, because you're getting an archery tag, you, it's another, I think it's $30. Um, it was around 460 Really? $460. Mm -hmm. I think. I mean, it's really not. I wasn't thinking it was like. I thought it was $4,000. Yeah, I think every state's different. I think, mm -hmm. like, Colorado. Well, I've said, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. I've like, said uh, this before. Don't, don't quote me. Don't, oh, I mean, I don't be writing these numbers down. I'm just well, giving you ballpark. Now I'm giving you ballpark figures. I'm going to say, listen, I was on this show with this guy, and he told me it was $400. I wanted you to honor that. Ma'am. I wanted you to honor that. Yeah, they all do. They all do it differently. Yeah, like you know what Idaho does. You know they don't do like Colorado does. Yeah. Montana, Wyoming. Yeah, all of them's different. I didn't realize it was that cheap. Though I mean, I, I, mean, I guess it's not the cheap ones. Like I scored in Ohio. It's not cheap. It's just relatively inexpensive compared to compared to others. Well, I mean, I to go hunt an elk. Yeah. Four hundred and some bucks for the tag, as opposed to three hundred bucks for Ohio. I yeah. mean, it's really not that expensive if you really well, I mean, think about it. I mean, yeah, because an elk is so. Adjusted. So the license is not, you know, it's pretty comparable to most other states that I've been in. I, um, but the elk tag is is more expensive than if you were to go out there and, and hunt deer, mule deer, or whitetail or whatever. So. Um, so yeah, four, four, six. Uh, just say five hundred dollars. Um, See, it keeps going up. Well, mm, it's out. really about eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It, five hundred bucks. We'll say five hundred for for easy math. Um, and so the the guy that I that I hunt with, uh, Randy Stoppenhagen is his name. He's a great guy. I'm going to plug his product right now. Uh, he's got an insulated bow mitt. Oh, I, I know that. Do you? He, he makes that? Yeah. 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 It's like a better than grizzly mitt. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's him, that's man. Cool. He is... Makes it for he's a archery. Yeah. Makes it for guns. Yeah, he, cool he's product. got it going on. He, he really does. You can also use it as oven mitt. Yeah, yeah you could. Yeah. It ain't quite cold enough in North Carolina to use it, but... Uh, there have been times. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, there, there have but, been times. But consistent, but, I mean, we're in the South, so. Yeah. Uh, but but it, I can see Iowa and, and yeah. Idaho and places and he's, like that. He's, yeah. uh, he's gaining on some good stuff in Canada. Mm -hmm. I was talking to him the other week. So, anyway, um, 
so that's who I hunt with, and we've we've become good friends. Uh, we talk, you know, weekly and about business stuff, but obviously we can start counting the days to to September elk hunting. Um, but because he he's a resident, um, he's got he's got a great setup on the public ground that, that we go to. Um, so that that aside, if you didn't have that and you were just going to go do it um, after you bought your tag uh, or your license and you figured out what unit you wanted to go hunt, you bought the tag for that unit. Um, I personally would get on Onyx. Yep. And just start picking apart that unit that you're going to go to. And <coughs> take a tent. Well, that's why I was going to ask you. See, y'all, I know y'all stayed in campers. Like, so since Randy lives there, he knows the land, knows where to go, whatever, to put a camper. But if you're coming from out of state like, like we would... Mm -hmm. You are allowed on public land out there to tent camp. National Forest, you can haul yeah. a camper up there if you want. Yeah, to. yeah. You can haul a camper. You can bring mm -hmm. a side by side or four wheeler, or you know, See, that's, that's even, that sort of thing. Yeah, tank. Um, bring your tank if you have a tank. Mm -hmm. um, so it it and like Chuck said, all these different units in different states are are different as far as access and what you mm -hmm. can. Uh, bring on to the property so um, this particular place is fortunately got really good access with a side-by-side -side or whatnot but like you like anywhere else if you can park your side-by-side -side and get your boots on the ground you're gonna find I just think you're gonna find more more game for sure well the side by side thing it, it just that's obviously intriguing because it's the in the recovery efforts it's going to help you a bunch mm -hmm. um, as opposed to having to straight up pack that thing completely all yeah. the way out I mean you're talking about we still might have to pack it up pretty good ways but well yeah but still I mean yeah. Any help is is big help. Oh, We're not all yeah. like you and, and packing out. Well, can't can't carry, side. you know, it an entire tough. elk on our shoulders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Packing out to a side by side is different than packing it out back to, all the way back mm -hmm. to wherever you're camping. So yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, that, and then I I flew so there's there's the expense there. Whatever that is, anybody can online and checks check flights out but um, it's certainly doable I mean so it's, it sounds way more do, doable like yeah I, so did he so you guys hunted together did he call for you and that yes okay that's, yes that's definitely helpful oh yeah and <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, if it's I mean, anything like turkey hunting, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot like it. It's a lot like it that time well, of the year. I've heard that numerous times that elk hunting is a whole lot like turkey hunting. Yeah. The calling aspect, everything. Calling and calling back. And if the turkey were a thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know. So Randy does 
he does call. He calls well and he likes to call. Um, we, we, the first year that I went out with him, you know, we hit it off, over, you know, again, because hunting with people that you don't know, I, I don't hunt with a lot of different people. Um, you know, camping together, basically living together for a week with somebody you've never done that with, it could be great or it could be a disaster. Yeah. And luckily... Brokeback Mountain. It could be Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, <laughs> Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a possibility. But we hit it off. It was great. We hunted well together, um, which made it a lot of fun. And so, yeah, he calls. Um, we, that first year, we heard a lot of bulls bugling. And we got close uh, three different times. And I've said it before. <clears throat> it seems like bow hunting elk is like a putting together a big puzzle, you know, and you can have all your pieces together, but if you don't have that one, you just can't get it all done, so. Um, but it's the experience, you know, coming from North Carolina and going and hunting in the mountains. Really, well, I, the, I mean, killing, I honestly killing say, is icing on the cake. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to experience it. I mean, just the experience of going to Ohio was incredible for me. Mm -hmm. So, going and doing something like that. Wouldn't you say ten times better? Wouldn't you say that hunting elk in the rut with a with a bow? I mean, to me, we've all watched it on TV, of course, and, or YouTube or whatever. But to me, it just looks like the ultimate. Mm -hmm. I mean, seven eight hundred pound animal just screaming at you. And, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it is. I think. Uh, oh, I mean, when I've been to the zoo, I, I picture them things, you know, walking around the field. In North America, part yeah. of the zoo. Yeah. yeah. But. No, it is fun. I mean, it's got to be the ultimate. It is. It, it, it really is. And like I said, that, to hear that and to somewhat get close, uh, and then you see them, like, oh my gosh, there's there there it is. The first time, you know, you see an elk or or any other game you've never seen before. It's pretty exhilarating and it's just so much fun. <coughs> so we got close um, three different times that first time that we hunted and um, uh, didn't, didn't kill neither one of us. So we went back again the following year and- uh, did, did you see elk first or did you hear them first? Heard them. Hurdle. Yeah, uh, yeah. I we mean, did it just put yeah, your hair on your it, neck, stand it up. Did. Yeah, it I mean, it really did. It, it's just I've always said now that I've now that I've heard elk bugle and I've heard turkeys gobble. I, I've always said everybody should hear a turkey gobble at first day. You know, first day break. Yeah. And and everybody should go here somehow. Even if you don't hunt, if you don't hunt, that's fine. It's okay. But go yep. and listen to this. It is ama it's amazing. Yeah, it, it sounds, really is. It sounds prehistoric. <clears throat> it's just as special is the best way I can describe it. And uh, 
like again even if you don't hunt you can appreciate it oh yeah uh, I, i've never heard it in person but you can actually drive up here in the mountains and yeah like catalucci national mm -hmm. forest absolutely yeah, yeah you can well, and maybe you can. We, should, we should take a hiking trip up there and send on that one it's illegal what is it i said shoot at one else oh I, no 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 brandon we're not gonna do that <laughs> we just go we just go hike and and listen enjoy yeah. nature mm -hmm. you could pretend like you're maybe hunting we could all take Accubos. We could all yeah. paint our face like Chuck. Yeah, and there you go. Yeah. We could call to them. I wonder if that's illegal. Messing with them. Call Probably. Them. I don't know. Yeah. I know it is. I've talked to some people that's, that's drove up there, mm -hmm. and I've never been, so I don't really know what I'm talking about, but they drove up, and they were like, oh, my gosh, there's a little meadow or field. Oh, yeah, that's right. And there they were. Yeah, you just and come around this bend, and it's like, boom, there's... Yeah. Like two dozen elk. Yeah, and so this particular time there were three or four different bulls, several cows. Two of them were fighting. Um, and one of them, just when they unlocked, was just wild-eyed. And, <coughs> and and there was the, the ranger was there because there were several cars parked. And he was like, get in your car! <laughs> and, that, and that sucker came running up toward me. You know, they're just yeah. rutting and just fired up. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, we should try. We should plan a, a hiking trip and go do that. Let's go. Just it's like four, about four hours up there. Okay, never mind. I mean, we'll, uh, we'll figure out. He gets car sick. That's <laughs> <laughs> right in the front. Well, Take your blankie. That means you're going to fly on your elk trip, right? If I'm going to Idaho, yeah, I'm flying. <laughs> I mean, you can drive. No, we're the closest elk I've ever seen. Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> Yeah. Good luck drawing that. Yeah, yeah. see? It could happen. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. It could happen. It could happen. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't mind driving and stuff, but I'm not like you. I don't want to drive across the country. you never done it. I don't want to do it. But you never done it. But I don't want to do I it. I didn't want to do it either. But mm -hmm. I did it. And then I'm like, this is pretty cool. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't get me. I don't want really to do it. really is. <clears throat> I, I just... It's not the drive there. It's it's actually the drive back that gets me. To yeah, me, that's the worst. Yeah, that's because on the way there, you're excited. You're you're, you know, looking forward to it, and then on the way back, you're like, oh my god, can I please get home? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just tired of yeah. The, in the, the, car the drive and, back is it's tough. Yeah. It's not as fun, but because Ohio is a, is an easy drive, but it still on the way back, still is kind of like, can we, can we make this hurry up? No. But what if you kill? Oh, yes, it was, Brandon. You, you told us about your, your trip home. It was just because it was raining, but I mean, it's like... Well, he was by himself. Yeah. I know, he, he was... My favorite way to be. Yeah, he, he was <laughs> definitely longer. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, like, Nick flew, which, I mean, great, but he also had somebody there that he right. hunting with to come pick him up. Yeah. So that worked out perfect. Mm-hmm. But if you... Oh, you can't take an Uber to public I mean, you could. You rent a car as far as that goes. I mean, yeah. you can rent a vehicle, but... But you if know. you're bringing... So, yeah, it's different. Uh, if you're bringing gear... Yeah. Camp. <clears throat> camp stuff. Uh, maybe a side-by-side, -side, whatever. I mean, you, obviously, you're going to drive. I mean, and we've talked about... It would be cool to load up the enclosed trailer oh, yeah. with the side-by-side -side and to whatever else we want. And four of us jump in the truck and 
just take off. Jason <coughs> clearly won't be on that trip I mean, now. Not, I, I mean, I'll still go on the trip and... and You'll get a one-way flight back. <laughs> you know, it, it's just... The, the worst part is you might as well add, what, two days to the front of the trip and two days mm -hmm. on the back end yeah. of the trip? Yeah, depending okay. on where you So that's sure. four days right there. I mean... Not everybody can be gone for a couple weeks at a time to go drive there. The the yeah. flight just takes it well, takes. Just, I'm not gonna disagree with you. I mean, that's pretty awesome to fly. But again, yeah, yeah if you, you can fly, I would say fly. Nothing wrong with that because you probably you probably bought your tag and bought your bought your plane ticket. All that was probably what nine hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Give or take. Probably closer to a thousand. Yeah. But I mean so I mean that's not terrible. I'm like, building my airline miles right now. Yeah, well I'm saving just for that. I'm just saving. Well yeah, I mean if you got miles I'm saving for new tires. So Me too. Mm-hmm. I like to I like the city country, man. I do too. Just not in a vehicle. Yeah. I, know. I hear you. I got I mean I get it. I get it. But so the, I guess the point is, is there's a lot of ways to do it and if you really want to do it, you, you can. I mean, it, it, the opportunity's there, um, you know, you may have to sacrifice certain things for a little while. To, it just depends on what you want to do, mm -hmm. you know, and I know there's things that come up and you just can't and that's cool. but maybe you can later at some point and just keep keep planning and keep you know looking and uh, i think some people just say well i'll, I'll i'm never going to get to go so there's no need in looking at onyx or or different places or even an outfitter <coughs> um you know, i got theories on on outfitters uh there's nothing wrong with them um well, originally about, that you're was... You're talking about wanting to fly out and... Kill it, on the first day and come back well, home. Yeah, no, 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 it's not. It's not. Yeah, no, I don't it ain't that. that. I can guarantee you that. No, it's definitely not. Um, but maybe you don't have time to scout. Maybe you don't have uh, the resources to buy a lot of the gear that you would go and do on a public land hunt. Um, so there, but there's value in that. And that's why outfitters cost money, mm -hmm. good ones. And there's certainly not so good ones out there. But um, So it, it can be worth, after you figure it all out and go, well, darn, I spent X amount on everything. That was the same money. You could have paid outfitter. You know, that you could. So it, it, it can work that way as well. Well, for, for me, it's more, it's the intimidation of going somewhere like before this is the way I felt before with like before I ever went to Ohio mm -hmm. it was the intimidation of going somewhere you've never been I've before. never been right. before and see with, with that hunting it actually would be a little different because one you've never been there two you're going to camp there two and you know yeah, it's like a whole lot of stuff new, so new first time yeah. for me it's just an intimidation thing you just gotta um, research it but this kind of going a little further on what Nick was talking about outfitters there's other guys that will pack you in I mean there's mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff yeah. you pay people semi-outfitters yeah I mean they whatever. pack you in they've got a wall tent already set up and they pack you in there and say here you go boys and, mm -hmm. and it's mostly on National Forest that they somehow got 
um, some kind of permit to do that. But I mean, that's a good way to go. It gets you in further. It's kind of the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. They carry you in and back you hire on your own. Yep. But they do supply, you know, a lot of the camp stuff. And I think uh, there was one um, place that I was reading about online that you know they they brought in wall tent. They mm -hmm. they, they fixed you up. And then they packed out, but they left a sat phone and were like, "Hey, call us, you know, if you need something or something." Whatever. And then you're on your own, you and your buddies, and you go and you. So you're still doing it on your own. Um, Which is, I mean, I mean that'd be fun. There's different. Yeah, that, that would still be. I mean, that would be a still blast. Be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that would be a lot, a lot of fun. Um, I I personally want to do it no matter what, like. I, I never really was into hiking or anything like that till Chuck took me and tried to kill me and so for some reason I actually enjoyed it and I actually enjoy doing that now. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's just... He might like driving across country. You might. No, no, I'm, I'm going to tell you on that one. The, the driving thing, you just won't get me on that one, man. I drove for... Eight years straight, I, I hate driving. Oh, work. Yeah, yeah. That's a long drive. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Where'd you go? <laughs> you know, where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? Yeah, question. That's what it felt like for eight years. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, it, it's it's one of the things I I, am, I enjoy seeing everything now more than I did in the past. But in the past, I would just overlook stuff. Mm -hmm. Just uh, whatever. Just keep right on going. Where now, I actually stop and kind of look around and like. Well, there's cool stuff everywhere. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, coming back from Ohio, I stopped at the Mothman Museum. Who mm -hmm. knew? The what? <laughs> exactly. The what? Yeah. I'll say it again. The Mothman Museum. Mothman. Mm -hmm. Where is that? At? It's on Point Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Just over the... But you're from West Virginia. Mm -hmm. You knew where it was. Yeah. You'd been there before? No, never been there before. Oh. It's very, very northern West okay. Virginia. Yes, yeah, so you'd miss all the Mothman museums across the world. <laughs> if you just... Lord, if y'all want to drive, I'll, I'll, I'll go, but... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You'll miss really cool I'm stuff. I'm driving for like an hour at a time. That's it. My dream, dream way to do this for me would be if you had just a month off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take yeah. your time cruising. Yeah. yeah. Take your time cruising. Mm -hmm. Every little, you know, anything you see, cheesy you little shop, yeah. like south of the border, one of my favorite places in the world. <laughs> All those places across the United States. Okay, I, let me say this. Then. No, I agree. Uh, that would be if I didn't. Awesome. If I had any amount of time, like if I had two weeks to just say I'm going hunting for two weeks. Yeah, I probably wouldn't care about driving, but. Like when elk hunting is prime, it's my busy season. Mm -hmm. So for me, I can mean, be going for two weeks straight. Yeah. So, Shut so it down. It's, <laughs> right now I can't do that. <laughs> um, so yeah. it, it, it's you know, it's just being gone. And Chuck, you you know how it is. Oh, I mean, absolutely. you know, mm -hmm. it, it's it's a mental thing. Um, is yeah, he the only one if I had two weeks, yeah, I would drive. Do I mean, what? Is he the only one that knows how it is? Well, no, nah, he struggles with, with some stuff that 
I used to struggle with, and, and he, oh. he kind of gets mm-hmm. it, and, and yeah. Well, which is, is this therapy? <laughs> yeah. Is this therapy session? Let's talk about our feelings. <laughs> oh my God. Talk about erectile dysfunction. This part of the podcast is talking about our feelings. Oh. Okay, let's get back. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. No, no, no. Derail. Derail. say that either. So the first, mm-hmm. let, let's go back to that, that first year. Did did y'all get on out the first yes. year? You did? Yeah. Um, any shots? No shots. No shots? No shots. By nobody in camp or just you? Um, by no one in camp. I got you. Was it just you two in camp? It was, yeah. Oh, See, okay. that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, what you trying to say there, Brandon? I'm just saying. Just no, two no, in camp is enough? Was. No, I would. No, and yeah, technically, yeah. Didn't it, yeah. And so that, yeah. <laughs> but when you, and now that you said it's just you two, it mm-hmm. really was us two. We did not that first year. We didn't run into any other hunter. We rode by a couple of different camps. We just never saw anybody. Yeah. Um, second year was a little different. There was some Doug Fluties <laughs> walking around. Um, but yeah, we did get we we got on some help. Um, the first opportunity I had, we were actually walking in to an area, um, and it was just getting light. And we apparently this bull had some cows, and so I'm I'm learning, still learning. I mean, you never stop learning, but this first year I was learning I was soaking it all in I just didn't know uh, what was going on but we we popped a st- one of us popped a stick and this bull just roared and it rattled my chest like he was within a hundred yards in the timber and we couldn't see and I was like oh gosh what you said is prehistoric it's it was like a yes, dinosaur yeah. and and uh and Randy said, "Well, he he heard us coming, and and what he did was he just he did a roundup bugle, and he would, they were getting out of there. He's like, Cause on, I was baby. like, he's close, let's set up. He's like, no, they're they're moving, <laughs> they're moving off, and so it was morning. Thermals were still you know going down, and they were side hilled, and the easiest thing to do was to get above them, but we just couldn't because that would have never worked. So." Anyway, we worked in. He stayed back, and um, I I got on a, a a really just powder trail. So I was pretty quiet, and I moved in, and I got I got within sixty yards of this bull, and he was just in and out of uh, cedars and pines and stuff, and and he he came out one time, where I just saw like the entire elk, and he was a nice bull, <clears throat> and then. He never quit moving. He just turned and, and and he was gone. And then I could just, you know I could hear cows calling and and uh, we you know he was firing off at us, bugling back, and he just wasn't coming away from his cows. So in the heat of that moment, so all that went away, and finally we we blew them up and they took off. And so now you re- reconvene and go, wow, we should have done this. We should have done that, and that's just how you learn. Because I obviously had never been there; I didn't know this this area. Um, 
and I've hunted it several times since and we figured out there's a road below it <laughs> we could have backed out <laughs> dropped down drove over to it hit a road and then came up to him and you know had to win right thermals and stuff and you couldn't, see, you couldn't see it on Onyx I wasn't looking at Onyx you wouldn't have been either I mean I'm just saying you know in that in that moment yeah, you're so focused on. You're just, uh, you know, yeah, there. yeah. But had we gone, okay, let's time, take a minute. Time out. Let, let's see let's what's look. down here below. Yeah. So yeah, we got on. We got on that. We got close. Um, but didn't kill. But it was so much fun. And then I went this past season, um, and didn't kill. And I will go. I'll go every year that I can, because it's just that much fun. Okay. Eventually, I'll get one killed. Hopefully. So I know this season there was more people in camp, right? Mm-hmm. There was more of you. Um, one of them killed, right? Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> a couple of guys from uh, Bone Cold TV were there. Um, Randy knows those fellas and. Uh, he invited them up to hunt that same week and and then uh, Randy's friend Matthew was there uh, he was a super guy everybody was great I mean they were, they were just a lot of fun again you never know I mean personalities just different you know but it worked out everybody had a great time and yes uh, one of the guys shot a nice 5 by 5 I think it was and uh so we did, our camp did kill one. Did y'all get to pack it out? No, I didn't. They they packed it out. Um, I think it was a pretty good pack out. But they, again, packed it out to where they could get the side-by-side -side as close as they could and, and all that. So it worked out. That would be the only time <clears throat> it would suck if it was just two people. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of work ahead of us. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't. I guess you guys probably do. I know Chuck. I watched Elk One Hundred and One and mm -hmm. Corjet. You know, those Corjet guys. They are just. And it's like, well, we're going in for another round. Or the born and raised guys. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And um, of course, that's one. One Brandon's got a born and raised sweatshirt on right now. Chuck has a born and raised hat on. But that guy, that guys, look at us repping. Um, Who are these guys? But you know, they, they eat hunting parties, mm -hmm. you know, three, four guys and um They look so much fun. Like I, when I watch them, I'm like, gosh. They're having so it much makes fun. me just want to pick up and move out west and be like, well, this is what we do now. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, they're getting their butts handed to yeah. them. I mean it's so hard. That's part of the so intrigue to me is like, just give me something hard to do because, mm -hmm. I don't know, I think most things are just... Well, it's like we've said before, it's, it's hard at the time, but then yeah, after the fact, you can embrace like, God, I enjoyed it. that absolute yeah. misery. Yep. Yeah, you do. Make friends with the pain. Because when you're done and you and you grab that shower and you get back yeah, to you sip, yeah, that's I guarantee you, you're like, I'm ready I'm to good. go back yeah. right yeah. now. Yep. Yeah, I'm on, I want to go home and see my wife and kids. 
But then I want to do this again. <laughs> I want to do this again. It's that. It's a. It's, it's like a drug. I don't know. It's. It's yeah, pretty. It, it's pretty awesome. <clears throat> so uh, was he the only one that got on bulls this year, or? No, we. I. I actually shot a bull. Oh. Yeah. The last day. Last day. Uh, we had some weather come in and, and drop some snow on us and well, that that was actually really one of my questions was like so I, I mean it's September mm -hmm. does the weather fluctuate like largely yeah. during that time or it is it it's mountains so yeah. you really never you never know um, they told they told me that they were hunting opening weekend which I think is the last weekend in August maybe I mean, maybe I think if it's not it's like early September yeah. and it snowed like three inches up in the day <laughs> that's great early <laughs> week. Yeah. so, but so that's what, what do you say so the that, average temperature was when you were there mm, it was down in upper 30s at night <coughs> some some nights were a little colder um, it would get up to you know 50s forties. It, it was nice. It was it was chilly, you know, it was cold. Cold in the morning. Um I feel like it warmed up a little <clears throat> bit, but then it that it just plummeted. It got super cold. And I wasn't ready for that. That's what I was gonna say. I, that, I think that would be my biggest struggle is I just don't do good in the cold. So if mm -hmm. he could make a one of those mitts that's full body <laughs> would be dope. Yeah, <laughs> So, so actually, talking about the cold and being fluctuating and stuff like that, that's actually where, to me, good gear comes into effect. Yeah, so I know you're you're a big fan of the Sitka stuff. I mean, the stuff's made for that. It is. It's made to layer to where you can do everything. Yeah, and and be comfortable. And still be able to do everything. Yeah, because you're moving. You can't just have a layer on, or all your layers, because you're hiking up. I mean, yeah. you're gonna get extremely hot. You can't be wearing your 10x. Yeah, <laughs> right. suit. 10x suit. Yeah, your Carhartt yeah. suit, or you know. Yeah, you're exactly right. And and um. And say, I never, I, I never, till I opened an archery store. I mean, or a hunting store. I never really like looked at my clothing as a big deal, mm -hmm. and then going and hunting on public land and doing all this different stuff, it, it really just threw it in a whole different level. Like I can't wear all that. Yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, um, you can't. Because um, you, you do need a system that you can easily peel off, mm. and it's packable because yeah, do breakaway can't work. And they could. They might. <laughs> they might. Don't look at they'll, that. They'll snap off. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. I want to be like Scotty Pippen. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. I'm like, I want to hear Elk Bugle. Rip them off. Push it <laughs> I'm on a mountaintop. You hear that bull screaming. I reach down. It's game time. Pants off. Game time. Let's, yeah, let's do this. Well, it'd be yeah. nice if you just throw them down in this little... Elf ran out of the trees and grabbed Jason? him. Jason? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? You mean my pant wrangler? <laughs> my wrangler pant wrangler? <laughs> me. Yeah, so I I, uh, I had gear for that. It was just here at home. <laughs> um, 
but so the last day was funny enough. Oh, see, oh, so you didn't take enough gear? <clears throat> no, I didn't. That's why oh. I said I wasn't ready for mm. the drop in temperatures. It, it got in the 20s and oh wow, the snow and um, yeah, yeah. I so, wasn't ready. so next time you're probably going to take a lot more. Well, not just a lot that, more, just well, about two more pieces, and that's yeah, the beauty of preparation. Yeah, I would bring my insulated pants, you know, and then another. I didn't even bring a puffy coat, so I'll throw that in. Mm, that's tough, not having a puffy coat. <laughs> What's tough is knowing that you have it sitting in your closet. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but it's not with you. Mm. So, good, good boots. Yeah, have some good boots. God, good boots are. That's where I struggle. Or a must. I, I really do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, those boots I had in Ohio this year were not good. Mm-hmm. If I had to hear, that's such a wild question. My feet hurt. You like a you're like a woman shopping. Man, listen. You went with me to buy these boots. Yeah, you know how much trouble. He told you not to. <laughs> you know how much trouble it was, and. and that was the disappointing part. It was actually really disappointing. <coughs> I tried they were not cheap. What boots are? I'm not going to. He's not going to bad mouth. I tried on. While he was over there trying on shoes for like six hours, <laughs> I tried on every piece of gear in the Bass Pro Shop. So yeah. it was beneficial yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. No, I just got my feet are weird. I, I'm right. I'm almost a wide. But a lot I'm of onions, corns, whatever. God bless. Weird. Well, everybody's feet are different, yeah. and any any. Good some people just tenderfooted, and some oh, people God. are tenderfooted. Yeah, I've said that before. Yeah. <laughs> you just finish that. Good, 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 good boots are a must. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll make or break you. Well, but that's the thing. Good gear is is a must no matter what. I mean, mm-hmm. I and I've never realized that until now, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, and I would say I would tell people get the best that you can afford. That's don't right. don't try to go buy whatever because so and so has it or whatever. Get what you can afford. But what you learn is when you go, if it works, then great. If it don't, you will get something else yeah. <laughs> because you're going to want to go do it again. But you're not going to want to be miserable. Yeah. So you're going to you want to figure out a way to upgrade a piece here and there or whatever right and that's probably the best way to do it is is to upgrade it well if you're planning yeah. two years out yeah, yeah you, upgrade you know, it a little bit at a time once in a while it hurts a whole lot less yeah oh yeah unlike yeah. me and I buy it all at one time you can buy it used you can buy it mm-hmm. discounted I mean it's it's out there if you look yeah, for it yeah you, you know or go to your local around. retailer and buy it from them yeah, yeah come to your outdoor gear better. and get get what you need well, I don't have that. Well, yeah. I was getting ready to say, <laughs> you're plugging what? I'm not plugging anybody. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Fuel outdoor sweatpants. You got the fuel outdoor gear uh, snap off pants. <laughs> if you do, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get some. I'm yeah. just pushing for for any local business to. I hear Because it, mm. remember, it's not just it's just not just local. Yeah. It's. No, I hear you, man. Yeah. So the last day, going back to the hunt, it, it, it was cold, and it had snowed. So the the morning, the morning of the last day, it was loud walking. The snow had crusted, froze over, and um, 
this is a funny story. We we would behind camp. We had uh, an area where you would use the bathroom, mm. and so I took my bugle to with me, and um, from the restroom, I bugled out behind camp. Which, which here's my question. Okay, <clears throat> where did you bugle from? Which orifice? <laughs> Let's be clear. I, well, I think more, you, more than one way to skin a cat. You know, I used I used the appropriate okay. office. Carry on. Uh, Lord have mercy. And it was before daylight, and I bugled down down behind camp into this drainage, and I had a couple of bulls answer. And you're like, come and get these like, pants that, that was pretty. That cool. was cool. So I finish up. I go back into camp and. <laughs> And uh, I said, Randy, heading to the bathroom? He said, yep. I said, take your bugle tube with you. <laughs> he said, okay. So he bugles. And he ends up getting like four bulls bugling. Oh, my gosh. From the toilet area. <laughs> so An actual toilet. So we go. that. We just decide we're going to go after one of these. And we're... So we so we take off and we're hunting and now we've really realized that there's no way we can get in close to a bull right now because it's just so crunchy and loud and it was still you know how it is and so we just we hung up uh, stayed up up top and we just listened and there was one bull that just bugled his little head off all the way up and then we just kind of marked on onyx where where we thought he felt like he was. We went back to camp, cooked breakfast. Uh, it, the sun popped out, everything started loosening up. And and uh, actually, because it was the last day, we started breaking down some of camp, so it wouldn't be so much to do that night. And um, So we put a plan together to go after this bull. So again, Went back to Onyx, started looking at different roads and trails and how to get over there, and we figured it out. And uh, so off we go, and we park side by side, and we're sitting there, and we pull out our phones again, and we're looking at the map, and we're going, yeah, I think, you know, sounded like this, and he's he might be up in here. And all of a sudden, this dude just bugles from his bed. I don't know if he heard, heard us. I don't, I don't know, but he bugled, and he was not far. So we get out, we get our stuff, and I start up the road, and Randy stays back, and uh, he's calling. Um, the bull answers, so I, I move up, and Randy starts getting more aggressive, and now he's, he's not even cow calling. He's just bugling and raking and carrying on, and, and he's getting this bull fired up. And I get to a point where I can hear the bull raking a tree. So I, I hustle as quietly as I can. And I'm just assuming that while he's raking, he's not going to be able to see me. And uh, so I, I get to a point where I actually see the tree that he's, he's raking. I'm like, all right, there he is. So I move up even closer. And uh, he quits raking the tree. And he bugles, screams again. And... Randy's Randy's just working this bull just perfectly, and bull comes down this little ridge, and uh, 
He comes out into the open in this little open meadow where I was set up, and he, but he turns and he faces me, and he comes within like 20 yards. Mm. But the frontal shot is a really yeah. <coughs> lethal shot if you can execute it. And so I'm drawn back. He doesn't know I'm in the world. I mean, he's literally looking through me, looking for Randy's calling. And surprisingly, I'm not, like, just freaking out, shaking. I'm pretty solid. And, I, but I, and then I feel the wind on the back of my neck. And that's what flipped me out. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to hurry up. This thing's getting ready. Here's my chance, but it's getting ready to get blown. And, uh... And I send one, and I think it's a good shot. But we we didn't find the bull. We looked. That was I don't know three thirty in the afternoon. I looked till two in the morning. Man, just grid. Like I didn't want to give up. Yeah. But were you on blood or was it? Just no blood. Very little blood, right? Right where uh, I shot. You probably don't get a lot of that brisket shot, like. <clears throat> so when you when you execute that frontal, you get blood, like it's. Yeah, when you when, when it's you when done. So correctly. that's what. Yeah. After a few hours, I'm thinking, I clearly didn't hit where I thought or, and where I wanted to, um, and so I'm not a professional on this but on the anatomy but I I was high I think mm. which I think is just meat for the most part yeah. uh, nothing really vital in there to so I'm believing that the bulls going man these are tough mm. tough yeah. animals they are tough and they kill a lot of bulls and they, <coughs> and they find a lot of stuff a lot of crap in them and yeah pus pockets all over them and yeah, yeah. They're, they're tough so there's no way to know I don't guess no. um, but well, so and, and out there, is there um, restrictions on broadheads? Yeah, you can't shoot mechanicals. So you have to use no flappers, fixed blades. No like, well, I think you can use lighted knocks. You can't use lighted knocks either. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't know. That is the dumbest <laughs> thing to me. Like, I, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't either. understand that. Because to me, it's actually more ethical. Because then you know exactly where you hit the animal. I mean, you're gonna know seeing that. It does help you know for yeah. sure. I um, think I think their point is, if you have a lighted knock, it's it's gonna it's gonna make you push the envelope on legal light. Uh, like it's okay. a little dark, but since I have this lighted knock, I'll be able to see what I hit. But you know what? The guy that would do that is going to do it. Do it anyway. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, I've never once thought this lighted knock is going to help me. Sit. I just don't think that. Yeah. Yeah, that, never, that part actually never crossed my mind. Me either. That's why yeah. I was thinking, like, who would even think? But that? I can now that you say it. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. But you're right. The guy that's going to do it, he's going to do it. He's going to do it anyway. Yeah. With so, a mechanical broadhead. With a mechanical broadhead. <laughs> so, so let's go back to you said the wind hit you in the back. Does does elk have the same kind of wind like smell like a whitetail? I mean, is it is it that? I would say yes. Powerful. You, you think so? I don't know the science behind it, 
but you think yes. so? They both have two nostrils. Oh they, my God, Brandon! They <laughs> they have the ability to stay alive just as good as a whitetail. It's it's really probably akin to whitetail. Be my guess. You definitely have to use <coughs> thermals when. What happened? You okay, bud. <coughs> yeah. Somebody needs Screw a safety cup. <laughs> Sorry. Get, okay. to CV, get to see these over there. Yeah. That beard. Yeah, yeah, it's fixing to go away. Why shave it off? Shaving the coronavirus off. Yeah. Out of it. Yeah. Well, but <coughs> Sorry. It's okay. Every um. <clears throat> Every little western state, if you want to go, is is different in their tags and the way they do it. And so, um, you know, if you just want to go, you got to look for a state that's got over-the-counter, meaning... Well, I know Colorado, Colorado does. They're um, actually changing. Colorado is? Yeah, they're going to change. Uh, I think it starts this coming fall, maybe. Well, I ain't going to lie. I've heard that Colorado... There's a lot of people. It's getting, yeah, I mean, you know, but um, it's just point systems, and, and I, look, I've, I've tried to understand, and I don't understand a lot of it. Walmart's crazy. You can buy points. You can buy preference, preference points. There's point creep that you'll never catch up to on certain units, you know, require so many points, and, and uh, but then you got, like, a straight draw, like New Mexico. It's just a straight draw. You you apply. Puts in a hat and they yep. randomly. And I think that's what it should be personally, but yeah. I don't live that way. <laughs> yeah. so, but, um, so you really got to look at it and see, you know, and, and um, I think Montana is the most expensive non-resident elk tag, I believe now. Could be. I don't. I don't. It's close to like 1200 bucks. Mm. Wow, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I won't be doing that one. No, I mean, you know, again, it's just something you have to save for. If you decide you want to do it, you save for it. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, it, all, it always seems so unattainable. Like, for whatever reason in my head, I thought, oh, it's going to be so expensive. But it's not. You know, it's yeah. just like, like you said, set money back. And well, speaking in general terms, if people... Don't buy a new bow <clears throat> every year. Yeah, Shush your mouth, child. <laughs> that's the price of an elk tag. Oh, never mind. Scratch that, sir. <laughs> what you do need new wears, new sights. <laughs> yes, yeah. which you should come to feel out there. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. You, okay, you don't need a sick a jacket. Maybe you Where sacrifice you something along the way. Right, that's what I'm getting at. Um, or just don't eat out for... Yeah. Gosh, yeah right there will save you a ton of money. There's a lot of ways to do it. Grow your own vegetables. Mm -hmm. Don't drink bush light. Who would do that? <laughs> Nobody in this room. Who would do that? Well, I, I want to go bad. I've talked about it for years. One day I'll go. Maybe. <clears throat> well, it sounds like to me we all just need to plan a trip. Yeah. I think we tried to a little bit ago. Somebody didn't want to drive across the country. No, look, man. You know, if if it's a weight thing, I can do it. I might just have to fly out there and meet you. 
That's fine. No, 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 no. But, uh, we might want that, Chuck. <laughs> you can fly out there and help us pack our elk out. <laughs> hey yo. Hey yo. I'll just stay home. No, no, you'll be there. I think I think you do have to just go. I, I'm just <coughs> going to plan it. Almost force yourself. Mm -hmm. It's easy to talk yourself out of going. It's easier to talk yourself out than talk mm -hmm. yourself in. I mean, it's, for me, surprisingly, it, yeah. it's the that it's that way. There's a million reasons why you can't do it. Yeah, but I can really talk myself into going. <coughs> that's not an issue. Clearly, I mean. Yeah. I can easily do that. As long as you're fine. It's just as long, a, not, as long as uh, the conditions are correct. <laughs> no, it's got to yeah. be 80 degrees. <laughs> got to have nonstop. I can handle being away from the shop for a cushy week. boots. Mm -hmm. Not two weeks. Yeah. No heels. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, maybe just a mid heel. <laughs> Let's go mid heel. He wants a foot heel bull. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of like. Sort of the same boat adjacent the kind of work I do, being in the furniture business here in North Carolina, is furniture market. Yes, prime time is it screws up every freaking thing in the fall. I mean, it just maybe maybe, maybe the elk yeah. should change their running pattern. No, no, no. We should change the furniture market. <laughs> Have one market might be changed in July. Yeah. Two weeks done. Yeah, by the way, I did hear that tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah, it again. Today. The coronavirus. Thinking about yeah. canceling it. Canceling oh, my God. Spring market. Well, not I survived it. Had it for two solid weeks. Here I am. Well, good. Yeah. You had it? No, it's not anywhere near here. Closest it's here. I, don't, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, they're it ain't here. They're worried about these people. This is it. I'm not even going. I'm not going here. Going I'm, not, I'm not. You know, I'm a conspiracy guy. We'll, we'll talk. I mean, Let's it, talk it, right here. We got it going. I mean, it, it's <laughs> big enough that it is blown out. They, of they canceled a, a big hunting hey. show in another country in because Ger of yeah, Germany show. Yeah, I mean that's huge, man. I mean, it ain't no joke. It is a joke. Well, no, but, you, but you got to think the furniture market. It's not just. It just happens to be here. But Here's what's happened for history. Throughout history, are coming things in. have happened. Diseases have happened, and people have died. The yeah. people who survive, survive, survive. That's it. I, no, I'm with you. There's too many people in the world. It's a calling thing. Oh, yes. it's calling out people. Yeah. Oh. It, you know, if I were to, if survival I were to, of the fittest. Ex well. There you go. Well, Darwin was on really side. Survival of the Fittest because I'm screwed. I You're still alive. I, 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 I feel terrible. I feel terrible about these people who are sick, and it's a huge deal in Japan and China and you know. But I just feel like you'll be fine. It's you know, we'll adapt. I, I mean, I, I will say I think well, the media you know. the media blows things mm -hmm. up. Well, sure. Yeah, it's all it's cable TV fault. Scare tactics. All it is. Everything is cable TV and the internet's. It's all their fault. Yeah. I'd toughen up, people. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> so, you know, like people's views are not. Yes, the views I, of I will say. Shit. I do not. My my opinions are strictly mine, not the opinions of the podcast. No, I I'm, I agree. I agree with 
And my opinion's a mix of the same. Okay. So three out of four or four out of four? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I, agree. I agree. I agree. Not to a certain point. point. <laughs> yeah, to a point. Yeah. To a certain point, for sure. Hey, you're in the medical field. <laughs> that's, a, that's right. I just, I feel like if you... Well, I, my wife's in the medical field. I'll be honest with you. She just traveled this week. And it was in-state, so it wasn't, you know, whoa, whoa. but... In-state? No, I mean, in the country. country. Interest? My bad. We should go to Wilmington? Intercontinental. But she had a, a trip she was supposed to go on in a couple of weeks to the UK, and yeah, they just came across yesterday and said, nope, ain't happening. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... It is a bigger deal than than you probably think. And but. you want to fly to Elk Camp when we could drive in a sterile vehicle? I would face the coronavirus. That day, but it, I would sit in a car full of four coronavirus victims for however long it takes to get to Elk Camp before I would sit in a car with four stinking farting people. That's worse to me than that. I didn't fart on the way down. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying I want to take a road trip with us. No, no, I'm telling you. (laughs) I just slept the whole week. (laughs) Yeah. That's what happens. You fall asleep, you just fart. All your body's just something. Just seeps out. No, okay. We must have got the coronavirus. I'm very sorry. Yeah. And for those that don't have it, don't get it. We don't get it. Don't get it. Just, yeah, wash your hands. I think you got to get exposed to stuff, though. I think we're too... Oh, yeah. Get some dirt. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Eat All this... Yeah. Well, one more bottle of hands. As my wife said, give wash your freaking hands. Yeah, wash your hands. You should do that anyway, you know? Yeah, you should also expose yourself to things, too. I agree. Well, yeah, I mean... 100%. Yeah. I just think... Don't wear gloves when you're gutting that, dude. Exactly. Go for it, man. Don't do it. Go, you know, elbow deep. Get it all over you. Elbow deep in a crevice. I mean, Let's move on. Back to the elk. Oh, Lord. Back to, back to the elk hunting. So, we should, so, we should go on one rant. So that, that, <laughs> that really sucks that you didn't find your... your yeah, animal. I'm sorry. That, that really it sucks. It probably got the coronavirus. It really yeah. does. But... I still think about it. So, so yeah, did you... I seriously, did you feel... Were you like... I think he's fine? Or were you like devastated that... This, you know, I mean, how did you feel? Yeah, no, but I mean, I was thinking it was a no man's land. Were you sulking? Sulking? Yeah. Because they, I don't, they they said I was sulking in Ohio. No, 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 not true. Our statement was we were so happy with the way you reacted to us not finding that deer because I really didn't want it to tank the trip. Because that can happen. You can get like really down. Yeah. I'll, I'll screw up an archery shoot. We know. Because <laughs> <laughs> things don't go my way. Yeah. I'll ruin everybody's day. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, man, I hope Jason's okay. I want him to be okay. Yeah. And you were, and I'm proud of you. Well, I think the. See how he glossed over that compliment I gave him? <laughs> yeah. He'll stick I, I to think the, 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 the body weenies and the crackers. And they helped you? I think all that helped. Peak meals. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That, that helped us out. Yeah. Or helped me out. So Food, yeah. food always Yeah, it, it was pretty devastating to, was it? to hunt out long and hard and you know and then there's your opportunity and but I do feel like I do honestly 100% feel like he he's gonna he's gonna make it 
Okay. Who knows? Um, but that I think, didn't get I think him something else. Will I think he? I think he'll make it. Um, again, we gritted. We we did everything. I don't know what else we could have done. Yeah. Um, well, that's all you could do. I mean, you know. Yeah, it happens. With, with any that, that sort of thing I mean, happens. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the, doesn't make it easy. Or the one fun. thing about the shot that you took is, if there's a, I guess a positive maybe, if you hit it on the money, mm-hmm. he's dead for sure. And if you miss, like we were calling people on the mm-hmm. mountain. Randy was calling. He called a couple different people. Hey, you shot a bull frontal, right? Yep. What happened? What would it do? A lot of blood that died within 30 yards. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. And if you miss your mark, it's like you said, a lot of meat there. No man's lot. land. It's <laughs> kind, of, kind of a dead area, maybe. Yeah. So. so, I mean, I agree with you. It's, it's, always, it's always devastating when you don't get a recovery. But, you know, what... It's just bowling. I mean, yeah. I, I know that. It's I hate to say it like that. It's no, it's just, true. That's 100 percent true. But it's it is, and it's not an excuse. Mm-hmm. It is. It's going to happen. Um, it's happened pretty much to ever. I guess. I mean, it's happened every single person. Yeah, it will. Yeah. I mean, no, it's happened to me. It's happened to yeah. probably everybody in this room at least. Yeah. The, ta- the takeaway from that was more things learned. Mm-hmm. Um, we. Where I shot this bull, I'd never been. I, I don't know that. I don't know that Randy'd been. He maybe he has, but maybe it's been a while. But we found a new spot. Uh, so y'all were tracking so we in the dark. Obviously, I'm sure you were using Onyx to help you track in the dark and not get oh, lost. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like tracking on. Yeah. <laughs> Please keep going. The side besides marked right there. I got camp mark. Like, yeah, I mean, I mark stuff. Um, and even after a couple of years of hunting in the same kind of area, I, I've learned. There was a couple mornings I took off by myself. Um, and we just split up and I went on. And I felt pretty good about it. Yeah. You know. Um, but like you said, Jason, it's, it's intimidating. Yeah. First year, I, I just wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done that. Even even if I had Onyx, I'd just been like, ah, you know what? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do that by you myself. You may be stinking up there. You don't even know it. You know. Yeah, you just. So now you just get more. The more you do it, the more you get a little more comfortable with it. Like when you go back to Ohio this coming season. Oh yeah. I, dude, it's I, been, yeah. you know it's just different. Everybody will be yeah. like, I know I know where I'm starting. Um, you know, it might look a little bit, might change a little bit, but probably not much in a year, and you're going to roll on. Yeah. You're going to feel a lot more confident, and then <coughs> push the envelope, go a little bit further, check out some more new ground, and mm-hmm. that's, how, that's just how you learn. And everybody says, well, just go do it, and that's what they mean by that. Just go do it. Yeah. Go do a little bit, and you'll learn, and then when you go back, you'll learn a little bit more, and before you know it, what used to be really intimidating and blah blah, blah is is your new excitement place to go. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's just excitement. Yeah. Experience. Once you experience it, you just notch your belt, and I, you know, I've done that. Uh, I did it here and here. This is not going to be much different. Mm-hmm. Never, never been here, but I've done this all this before, and 
So let me ask you this: When um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's any different. <clears throat> Excuse me. As far as with, with archery hunting and elk, is there anything that you would say that you you have to prepare archery wise for elk hunting? I mean, I know you said you you've seen these these elk up close. I mean. Mm-hmm. Is there something that helps you prepare for, for the archery? Because you're pretty much doing it from the ground. You're not up in a tree. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, I would shoot from the ground. Um, but the train is, you could bear I mean, like. I mean, is it like steep shots? Is it? it yeah, I mean, absolutely. That takes, some, that takes, in my opinion, that takes some skill. That's very easy to. Screw that. Very steep angles mm-hmm. is very easy to screw up. Yeah, right. it is. And shooting down is not a big deal. Right. Because most people here have a stand. You're like shooting, you just right, shoot out of elevated right. surface. Figure out how to shoot up. <laughs> yep. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, you may have to actually take your target somewhere you've never shot before. Just Put to it get on the roof of your house. I put mine on top of my the barn outside yeah. on my back and shoot it. Seriously, yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. Well, there you go. There because you go. thank you. And, and part of you know looking back, it's like just don't miss. <laughs> yeah, don't miss. Looking back, the the um, the shot on that bull, he he was actually probably ten feet higher. Mm-hmm. I was actually shooting <clears throat> up, and so. Anyway, angle-wise, mm-hmm. if you yeah. shoot a little high, you're really going to be high because you're, um, you know, you're shooting up towards the mm-hmm. animal. So yeah, practice angles. Just shoot. I mean, so going really something like an R100 or a Tunnel Archery Challenge would be yeah, pretty beneficial. Absolutely. To to and if yeah, if you can do that, go do it. If yeah. you can't, with the hiking involved in that too, because mm-hmm. yeah. you got, you know, your tree stand hunting. One time your heart rate gets up typically when a deer is coming at you, right? We would yeah. all agree. You get that adrenaline bump. Yeah, sitting doesn't really or adrenaline. Yeah. get the heart going. So stressing yourself out a little bit with some light or strenuous exercise and then shooting under that sort of pressure mm-hmm. is very, it, it can mess with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. Put, and put your pack on. Yeah. Yeah. I shooting mean, with a pack yeah, on. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, all those things make And depending on where you're hunting, like where, where we hunt, um, because it's really accessible and we got side by side if we were to shoot if we were to have an elk down it's not too big a hike back to the side by side to grab pack frames so we could just leave them there mm-hmm. so we were, we would carry day packs and it's just something that we do you, you could carry a bigger pack um, if you want to but for what we were doing it's just really not that necessary I did that this past season um, first season I took a day pack second season I took my bigger kafaru and, and I was thinking well if we do shoot an elk well I'll just start breaking it down right mm-hmm. then I don't have to go back and get a pack for, I, I'll carry a day pack it's just <clears throat> but depending again depending on where you're at yeah. if you're carrying camp obviously you need more than a day pack so it, just, it just depends but Whatever pack you're going to hunt with, wear it. Put some weight in it. Mm-hmm. Shoot with it. Hike with it. Um, and the reason being, 
can you go and do it do the hunt without doing all that stuff you probably can is it going to be as enjoyable no it, it just won't be you got to condition yourself a little bit no. exactly <clears throat> and, and chuck and i um we've talked about um our canada hunt which i think we'll talk about at some other point but we've said hey, you know what if we were going to go do that again what would we do different uh our breathing was pretty good our legs were pretty good my shoulders hurt bad Man. and my neck hurt bad because my back and shoulders wasn't just weren't accustomed to mm-hmm. wearing a heavy pack you know and so when you're back here training well i got a good hour today do it yeah do it for eight hours Mm -hmm. which is hard to do here but that's in other words that's what you're going to be doing on any given backpack hunt well i i I think it'd be cool for us to to actually go shoot a total archery challenge or something like that we tried to do that one year didn't we what's happened i missed that one yeah i mean it, it kind of sucks because they don't come closer. Didn't you guys do it? No, we didn't. Oh, we we went to the R100. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. That's where um, I fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Oh, we talked about it. I'm good now. We're good now. I'm on medicine. But I think it would be fun. Plus, it it's kind of the same experience because the Total Archery Challenge, they only do it like at ski resorts and, and it's hiking and. Oh, right, and yeah. Now they have some pretty hard stuff. They have some um, 100, 120 yard shots. I mean, yeah. So you got to take a lot of arrows in case you miss. Yeah, yeah and that's so just even. Go ahead, sorry. Well, no, I don't practice. I mean, I don't practice at 100 personally. Yeah, uh, um, it'd just be throwing to. There, a nail could step out at 100 yards down on a, a wide open like lane road meadow or something. Like you might have that opportunity. I personally wouldn't just wouldn't take it. Yeah, yeah. That's just being ethical. You know what your capabilities are. Yeah. Somebody else yeah, might be like, this is just shooting at phone. Yeah. Man. I mean, good for you. That's great. Targets, but what was that? I said this is just shooting at 3D targets. Yeah, they don't move. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a fun shoot to do, but mm-hmm. you get the the cardio, the cardio. You get I mean, because your heart rate stays up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great. And then they put some some pretty difficult shots in there on top of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it'd be, be fun. fun. That'd be great. I'd love to. <clears throat> but, but I, I mean, even I even, I think it's important here too. Just even whitetail hunting in North Carolina to don't just shoot at your target. Change it up, mm-hmm. like shoot at different angles, and <coughs> you, you can sit on the ground and shoot. Like you don't need. It's never going to be the way you're practicing it. Nope. I can guarantee that. Nope. So you need to shoot from uh, like your your tree stand if you have the opportunity to do that. I just, I'm, I'm just I, I think it's important. Yes, I like, I like to I mean, just walk out. This is something different. I like to shoot from my knees. Exactly. Sit yeah. on one knee from a chair, chair to lay on the ground. Yeah, yeah. And I move my target about August. I'll move my 3D target into the woods mm-hmm. and just like take it into the woods and then literally hunt the target right like move around and come back through the woods and and <clears throat> that's really a lot of it's, fun it's 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 close to the real thing yeah. as you can get mm-hmm. it's just i mean I, I look at it and say there's you know a, a tiny limb with a few leaves 
hovering around that the that kill spot and I'll shoot intentionally to hit those little leaves just to see, see how you can get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. What's your arrow do when it yeah, hits that? Do? When it hits a corn stalk. Who knows if it'll take a hard left. Who knows? It could take a hard right. It could. Yeah. It goes left. Left. And you can practice quartering away shots. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Like, yep. do, do everything you can. Dial it in. That's what part of what dialing it in means. It's pretty shot. rare you get that 100% broadside shot where you're like, yeah, it's money. Yeah, when well, he's looking absolutely yeah. the other direction, <laughs> direction and, yeah. and you have time to just you sit there, you know. make sure your camera's on him, mm -hmm. text your wife or girlfriend, hey, babe, I'm about to shoot this bug. Get ready to happen. Yeah, not really. Yeah. Send out a little <coughs> shit pose. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Get your phone there. A little selfie. <laughs> yeah. Prayer hands, when that means buck. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I learned something too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Thanks for sharing so elk, elk, elk hunting is fun if you can do it. I would say figure out how to do it and go. It's attainable. It's attainable. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out one of these days. Yeah. Well, I yeah, think we too. should do a, a group. Heck yeah. It's just getting time is the, yeah, that's we my just, biggest problem. Hey, it might take three, four years to that's plan fine. this thing. But that's fine. It, if I know it's going to happen. Well, we, we might have to hurry up. I mean, Chuck ain't getting no younger. So. Nobody's getting younger. That's true. I ain't worried about that's Chuck. True. However, I've told Nick, for me and, and my work schedule, and this may worry out for Jason too and Brandon. It, the Let's juke, do a gun hunt. The, yeah, do that. For, no joke. Uh, guns. Man. What do I do? <laughs> you could, yeah. I'll call. But you could, you know, it, they may not be bugling as well, but you can go early when the season opens, and I might be able to swing that. You know, on my work schedule, I might be able to go that first week, which usually starts the last Saturday of August, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, that's what you're saying. And so, you know, I know it may not be prime time, like Nick got the experience with the bugling and carrying Just on going that. would be, yeah, it's just the experience of going. Man. I don't care. I don't care. And I don't mean they're not bugling, but... Right. If I can just see one, <clears throat> not in a park setting or in a national forest where I can't potentially shoot one, yeah. that's be nice. Gray area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. They like, like you, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah we'll uh, let's plan it. Let's figure let's it out. We need to. Make we'll talk about it. We'll be about it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well. I think that's good for, for this podcast. Yep. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. I think it was a good one. It's snack time, good. man. It's snack time. Snack time. I'm looking at that coffee pot over there. I'm fainting. <laughs> well, as always, thanks for listening to the Scheme Shed with Fuel Outdoor Gear. Um, we're your local archery and hunting and fishing store located in Archdale, North Carolina at 109 West White Drive. Um... You can also visit us at fueloutdoorgear.com. Um, and as always, you can find us on social media at Fuel Outdoor Gear. Keep on subscribing and liking. Yeah. <laughs> I forget my lines. <laughs> is, it, is it just me? Is it just me? It's probably every, every time you, you probably. Every time he says we're at 109, I think automatically that 109. Maybe I need to start doing commercials like he did. He did a Super Bowl commercial, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Get out.
Yeah. Every time you, I just get this, I like this, this, this little song. inner chuckle. We should come up with a song. Yeah. We'll work on that. We'll, we'll, we'll let that. you sing that. Right? Oh, Until I got then, this. we appreciate yeah. you guys listening. Yeah, appreciate we appreciate it. See you on the next one. Coronavirus. Out.